Hello everyone, it's Antiquated Ideas. I'm back. I know it's been a, a little while since I made a video. Well, today, anyway, um, given the events that happened on the 6th of this month, I felt it's probably necessary to go ahead and make a video. Now, I don't know if uh, y'all know exactly what happened, but that's what we're here to investigate. So I'm sure that everyone has seen the news about this because... Well, frankly, it's the only time in history that it's ever happened. Um, I mean, it, at least in American history. But it's a pretty large event. So what we know immediately is that there was uh, some sort of rally going on uh, the day before um, this um, siege, as the media is calling it, took place. Um, but... We saw that uh, President Trump had tweeted something about, you know, go home or whatever. Uh, mostly he was saying be peaceful. And this is important because later on, um, and this is a another thing that I'll get into later in the video, but later on, uh, the, the media actually ended up suspending permanently, sorry, so deleting uh, all of Trump's social media accounts because they said that he was inciting violence. Now, mind you, how can a man who is proclaiming peace be for violence? I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, but I got the sense that he was largely asking people to be peaceful. Well, anyway, the siege of the, the Capitol building, um, overall, it only lasted a, a few hours. I think it started at like 2 in the afternoon. Uh, it ended around six or seven, something like that. But in those few hours, a lot of things happened. So what we know right away is that the people, and it seemed like mostly it was Trump supporters. I'm sure that not everyone there was a Trump supporter, but largely that seems to be the crowd that was attracted, um, be it because they were already there or because uh, something on social media, they got the word to come down, whatever. Um, but... They started fighting with the police, and mind you, the police showed pretty great restraint, which is something that is a little odd for federal police, especially, um, in dealing with these protesters, considering that they were just beating the shit out of each other, but only one person actually ended up getting shot during the whole thing. So over the course of a few hours, you know, everyone, they got inside the Capitol building. They were in the Chamber of Commerce. People were in Nancy Pelosi's office, you know, taking pictures, souvenirs, whatever. Um, now, that's all fine and well. What also happened, and this is not as large, but it's still impactful. Georgia. At the same time, they had an unknown amount of militia members, and this is the media's term, not mine, quote-unquote militia members that surrounded the Capitol building in protest, seemingly in solidarity with what was happening in D.C. The same thing also happened in Kansas, where they had about 200 protesters, and this is media numbers, I'm not sure the actuality of it, but 200 protesters that were there at the same time, again, seemingly in solidarity with D.C., now, we have no clue uh, if that's true. Uh, the media is pretty quiet about it, so there's not a ton of information. Obviously, they don't want this um, event or sentiment to spread 
to other states. They don't want it to spread across the country and become a movement, which, <clears throat> honestly, I would not be surprised if it did turn into that. I'm not sure I would be uh, completely against it, either. So, in looking at what happened with the Capitol, and that's what we're going to focus on, we're going to focus on the, the actual Capitol building, the events that took place in D.C., not Georgia, not Kansas. I just thought that I would add that in there because there's not a ton of information on it, but I did want everyone to know that this is a, that was an actual thing that happened at the same time. So, the first question we have to ask, right, is... Well, I mean, before I get into that, okay, I'm sorry. I'll start off with, with uh, the good side of this, the good aspect. So, the good thing is that the American people were able to beat back the federal police in an attempt to break into a, a federal building, right? And it's what the uh, media is calling the largest breach of security in American history. Um, now, I... Don't know about that. I don't really care. I'm just happy that they were able to get this done. And they were pouring in, you know, by the hundreds into the building. People that were there just to take pictures. Some people with a more violent agenda. Um, whatever it was. I mean, you can see the, the person that... If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the person that... Uh, I think his name was Jake Angeli. Um, he was dressed up and uh, he had American face paint. He was wearing an American flag, no shirt. He had uh, he had the American flag with him, um, and he I believe he gave it. I know I think somebody else gave a speech as well, but I think he gave a speech when he got up on the podium in in the uh, chambers. But I digress. You can see the type of people that were there. You can also see that there are there's a pretty diverse group of people i mean it's you know you can't just say oh it was only white people because there were a lot more than only white people there and i know that's probably going to become a point of contention in the future as the media tries to erase all the pictures and documentation of what happened and push their own narrative which is what they're already doing um the other good thing is that no matter how you see this, no matter how it was done, the good thing is that finally people were, were taking their opinion straight to the government, right? There's none of this Black Lives Matter bullshit where they're going out and burning down fucking Walmart. They're not burning down Rite Aid. You know, they're, they're not breaking into Target because, oh, boo-hoo, uh, an armed black man got shot for trying to stab a cop, you know? Um, this is fucking real. This is actual political rioting, all right? This is something that I can get behind. I can't get behind burning down your own neighborhood because you're upset. This... It's taking your opinion straight to the government and forcing them to realize it, all right? Whether they do something or not, it's it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty large threat against the government. I mean, and I think personally that it's about time that the government fear the people again. I think that that the government needs to have a healthy amount of fear and respect for the populace in order to actually have um, a benevolent rule because largely I think 
most of these people are starting to see the government as tyrannical. Now, yes, the people did incite this this riot, this siege, um, at the time that they were uh, finishing up the vote to put Biden into office. And I believe that is significant. It was not hard to see that there was pretty blatant election fraud going on. I don't care whether you really believe in it or not because the facts are there. If you're choosing to ignore them, then you're just being ignorant. Um, but you can plainly see that there were there were multiple forms of election fraud. I mean, even down to the individual level where people were only marking Biden. You know, you don't just... I mean, again, this is uh, going a little off topic, but you, you don't just get a fucking ballot in and mark biden and nothing else i mean that's how you know that uh, a ballot is fake because nobody's only going to vote for the president and nothing else i mean i think that's pretty ridiculous but uh, anyway getting back to <clears throat> the main point here um the other thing that i thought was absolutely fantastic was the, the politicians were absolutely shitting themselves. I mean, they were quaking in their boots. They're fucking running for their lives. Um, there's this really good picture of uh, one of these senators, congressmen, whatever. Um, and he, they, they gave out these emergency masks that look like some stupid sci-fi, you know, $100 budget bullshit. Um, and, I mean, I thought it was ridiculous. You can see the, the sheer panic in their faces as they're you know, running out of the Capitol building, uh, getting escorted by the Secret Service and, and federal police. Uh, that was pretty entertaining for me. But, anyway. Now, to uh, get into some of the uh, worse sides of this. So, not to get your hopes down or anything, because believe me, this was a success, whether it was allowed to happen, whether it was orchestrated, whatever it was, it was a success to some degree. But I think that, um, that what's happening right now is that they're definitely trying to reverse the sentiment that a lot of people had. Because when I was seeing all these news updates, man, I was fucking giddy like a schoolgirl. Uh, I've never seen anything like that happen in my time. And... I thought it was fantastic to watch. Now, for all of you that saw it, you remember that because that is a huge piece of history right there. Whether they, they as in the federal government and the media, whether they try to erase it from our, you know, collective memory, um, they keep it out of the history books. They, I know they're going to try and get as much of it off the internet as possible. But you remember it because it's important. That's a real show. Of American spirit. That's what real Americans do. That's what the founding fathers want us to do. Whenever we see tyranny in office, that is our job. It's our responsibility and our duty to take it to the politicians, not take it out on the neighborhood like, you know, certain groups were doing. Take it straight to the government. Voice your opinions. That's what we have to do. Anyway, the question that we now have to ask is, normally when something like this happens, you would have a number of events that follow it. And usually they happen relatively quickly. 
relatively quickly. Um, I still think that we should be on the lookout for things that are going to happen towards the end of the month. Now, I know, you know, um, weeks, days, they can seem like a long time sometimes. So we might be waiting for something and waiting and waiting, even if it's two, three months down the road. But I do think that something will come out of this. Um, I, I think multiple things, both good and bad, will come out of it. But now, seeing as there were a few interesting pieces, namely, I think, the, um, the, the police and how they responded to it is, I don't know, it just kind of leaves a, a bad feeling. Um, and I, I sort of think that the way you can see in some of the videos, if you actually uh, do some digging, I mean, they might not be around anymore, but... Uh, and that's, again, part of, it's similar to what happened to Trump, but it's something that I'll get into um, in a bit later. But it, the videos might not be around anymore. But if you can find them, you can see there are, there are a lot of videos of the police where they're just backing up and backing up and backing up. I mean, now, obviously, you know, any smart person in that situation, you don't have to be a, a, a tactical genius to understand that in that situation... You know, there's how many, there's what, 300 cops at most there and thousands of protesters. So you start shooting and it's going to send everybody into a frenzy. You can't hold your ground in that situation. So yes, they did have to retreat. But it's interesting to me just how quickly they did. I mean, it seems like once the uh, protesters really reached the Capitol building, they were just backing up and backing up and backing up. I mean, full retreat. And the reason that that's interesting to me is because the precedent that's been set by American police so far is that they will hold their ground, I mean, for as long as possible. So it makes me think, you know, was this allowed to happen, more or less, by the government in order to, to quell civil unrest in America. I mean, w did they allow people to break into the Capitol building and more or less ransack it um, in order to calm people down to, to get this out of their system? And I think that's a very valid question to ask because never can you actually trust politicians or media. I mean, that goes hand in hand. You never know what the agenda really is. You never know who's going to have incited this, who's orchestrated it, what, who is behind the scenes. So that's something that we probably will never get the answer to and we can only speculate about. And again, like I said, there is a win in all of it, because I guarantee you, a lot of the people that were there were there genuinely. They were not there because they were a crisis actor being paid to be there. They weren't there because uh, they were, you know, undercover federal agents or something. Uh, I would say, you know, 99% of those people were there because they thought that an injustice is being done in the form of the government, and they were there to to make it known. Now, the other question that the media is asking, and, I, you know, it's not really one that I, it's not an opinion that I hold, um, but it it's not far-fetched either, and that is whether or not Trump orchestrated this. Um, now, like I mentioned earlier, that Trump had actually 
stated, um, I believe it, maybe it was a speech or something beforehand, but he, he said he wanted people to go home. He wanted them to be peaceful. So I don't think that there was any subliminal messaging going on here uh, that, that coerced people into, you know, rising up in the thousands and attacking the Capitol building. I think that was really of their own volition, not not Trump doing that. But again, it's another valid question because especially in this day and age, you never really know exactly what's happening. So I would say keep those two questions in mind, especially the more that you see it in the media. Um, what Did the government allow it to happen to, uh, to calm people down? Um, did they allow it to happen so that they could retaliate and enforce more gun laws and turn this country even further into a police state? Was it orchestrated by Trump? Was it orchestrated by um, outside agitators? I mean, what, was it China? Was it Russia? I mean, um, the other question, too, is was it orchestrated by inside agitators? Um, you have to wonder, right? Like, did Antifa play a part in this? Um, granted, I think you all know the answer is no. They're a bunch of dumb fuck idiots, but it's also not outside the realm of possibility. So, <clears throat> what happened after? What happened after this? One of the largest and most unprecedented attacks on free speech is what followed. You can see that just about anything that gets posted on social media is removed, more or less, instantly, if it has anything to do with uh, pushing a, a narrative or even a reality that the government and the media does not want you to know. So, like I said about, about Trump in the start of this video, um, Trump actually had his, his all of his social media accounts completely uh, disabled, disbanded, whatever, um, because they said that he was inciting violence, which, again, you know my opinion on, uh, that's up to you to decide at this point, but it's interesting to me that they feel like they have the power to e e remove the president of the United States. Um, the reason that I think this is heinous, really, is because that's the fucking president of the United States. Your American media companies, you should at least have some decency, right? Well... Apparently, that's wrong, because they went ahead and did it anyway. So, to me, that really shows who is in charge. It's if it's not the president. I mean, that we've known that for a long time. The president is not in charge. I mean, in this faulty two-party system that we have, um, you know, it's not really one party or the other. It's the fucking rich people. It's the media companies. Um, a lot of the politicians, you know, I mean, they, they argue with each other, but really, are they actually against each other? That's something for you to find out. Uh, after that happened, though, I mean, for, thousands of uh, people's accounts have been deleted uh, for posting something that's even remotely supporting what happened at the Capitol or even just uh, news about the Capitol. If it doesn't, if it's not incredibly vague and it doesn't fit with um, the perspective that the media wants, then you're gone. You're out. Now, along with that, Parler spelled P-A-R-L-E-R, -E 
Um, and I highly suggest that, you know, if your accounts have been deleted, you move over to this. It's actually a website. You can Google Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. They are a free speech, 100% free speech social media uh, website. Now, they used to have an app. And what happened, actually, just in, I believe it was uh, yesterday, so that would be the 8th, um, Parler got taken off of the Google Play Store and the the Apple uh, App Store, I guess. Um, why? I believe it was something about free speech. Now, are they going to say that? Are they going to come out and say, oh, well, we don't like free speech anymore? No, of course not. But that's obviously the reality here. That's what they're trying to get across. I mean, what what's going to happen next, you know? I mean, we can expect a million different things, but we'll never actually know. And especially when, when social media companies, these corporations, which, by the way, if you look at them, they are more or less monopolies. They're monopolies in disguise. They're doing uh, the same thing that Standard Oil did, um, which is my go-to example. Um, and I, I have a, a pretty good... Um, <clears throat> blog uh, uh, about that. I, I wrote um, a short article about what I call corporate oppression, which I know it's kind of a buzzword or it used to be, um, but I, I think that is very real and that's something that we can see happening right now is that these corporations feel like they can control the company. I mean, I would not say that uh, America is not a corporatist ruled country i think it's definitely gotten to that point um i mean that again that's one of the major flaws with capitalism and that's why you need government regulation that's a whole other topic that's a, a million things you know everyone's got an opinion on that and nobody knows for sure what exactly is going to work but yeah, we do have to ask ourselves, you know, what's going to come next? Are there there going to be more gun bans? Are they going to are they going to start repealing bits and pieces of our right to free speech? Because they have been for years. They've been doing it to numerous of our of our God-given rights, you know, and in the Bill of Rights, I mean, it seems like the first 10, you'd think that'd be like the first 10 commandments or something. No. They don't give a shit. But then again, a lot of people don't give a shit about the first Ten Commandments either. So, hey, that's pretty telling, right? Now, <clears throat> we do have to ask the other question of what the goal of the Capitol Hill siege was. And that's something that I, I'm, I'm just going to you know rehash that just a little bit. Um, like I said, there were a lot of Trump people there. But overall, I think that the, the goal was to get public opinion in the faces of the politicians because if you look at the way that the electoral college system works um the way that that basically every vote goes down is that um the way that a, a state will swing is more or less dependent on what the cities decide mind you the majority of people in america do not live in a city they live you know, uh, maybe in small towns and what would be, I guess, equivalent to a village, um, medium-sized towns, uh, whatever. But most of them, you know, they live 
on the farm they live in a small town they don't they don't really live in a big city but the big cities are the ones that make up the minds of of all of our states for everyone else which is ridiculous except you look at states like the midwest things like that where there really aren't that many uh big cities and you see a totally different result most of them are going to vote uh they're going to vote right wing because that's what they believe you know even in the cities a lot of them will that's just the culture whereas um you know here in florida if you go to miami you go to tampa you go to orlando um they're all pretty much left-leaning cities um i mean florida you know it's a swing state but really it means nothing uh, thankfully there are a lot of people that live outside the cities here and that counts for something <clears throat> but uh, yeah i think that it's it's about um the real american opinion not just the bullshit that the rich democrats want to push now the other thing i mentioned earlier that i thought it was funny how the congressmen were all panicking and i thought that it was even funnier that after the police sweep the building, everything's cleared out, the situation's taken care of, you know, they got the green light, you can come back in. They don't just come back in. No, they come back in with armed guards, you know, they've got fully automatic weapons, body armor, everything. Undercover agents, they've got plain clothes, I mean, they've got, uh, they've got uniformed officers, they, fuck, they sent the National Guard in. Um, I mean, that was Trump's doing, so, hey, if you like Trump, maybe it's time to fucking rethink, but I thought it was funny that they're coming back, they want to seem like they're strong, they're strong-willed, they aren't afraid, they're undeterred, um, when you can take a look at their fucking faces when everything was going down, and, uh, half of them were probably up to their necks in their own excrement, but... I mean, that's just, uh, that's just a parting word. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the video. Uh, hopefully you guys can agree with me. Um, take what you want from it. I thought, again, it's definitely going to be one of the most historic events that you probably will see in your lifetime. I mean, depending on, on what comes of this and what the next few months and the next few years have to offer... But as far as what's going on right now, yeah, I mean, that's that's never happened, ever. So now you've got stories to tell. And remember, the American people have some faith in them. There's a lot of people out there who don't give a shit about politics. They don't give a shit about anything, really. Um, but it's our job to help those people find the sentiment of being a real American, being a patriot. And I know that's kind of an elusive maybe esoteric idea right now um having the the will to live the way that our founding fathers would have wanted us to live but it's stupid that that's becoming a rebellious act um enforcing our rights practicing our rights and defending our rights is becoming a rebellious act that's something that you should think about whenever you think, oh, these people were terrorists, like the government wants to call them. Anyway, um, in recent news on my part, uh, my social medias got taken down, just like that, just like everyone else, gone. So, 
my band is still on Instagram. That's cool. But I'm going to move over to Parlor, just like I suggest you all do. Now, mind you, I'm not sponsored by them. I just like what they're doing. So check that out. Check me out on YouTube, Antiquated Ideas. Uh, check me out on Spotify, um, the Apple Podcast. There's a few others that I don't know the name of. But check me out on there, also under Antiquated Ideas. Or you can stop by my blog. That is also Antiquated Ideas. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully I gave you some good information, some things to think about. And I will see you in the next video.